Welcome to your weekly astrological weather. This is your place to get not only practical. Oh my goodness, I'm doing it two weeks in a row, Anne. This is your place to get practical guidance for not only navigating, but thriving with the cosmic tides. We're so happy you're here. Thank you for joining us. My name's Amanda Pua Walsh. I am the founder of Astrology Hub and the host of this show. And I am here with your favorite weather woman, predictive astrologer, Anne Ortley. And this is a big one, right, Anne? Like, do, do you want to go out the gate with the intensity scale or <laughs> can we ease into that? Uh, yeah, really intense, really. Uh, you know, it's one of those, it's, it's very deep. It's like, you know, when you, when you do the mapping of the ocean and then you see that big cliff where if you've ever scuba dived and you go and you see the cliff and you, you look down and you can't, it's like really deep because it is a Scorpio moon, which is a swamp moon. It's a full moon. Mars is out of bounds and he's in cancer and the moon's in Scorpio so they can swap places. So this can be a home run over the fence, amazing emotional processing, or line drive into the stands, blood and guts, and you're like, oh my God. So, and then on top of the full moon, we're gonna also say, hey, go back and look. So the full moon, October 27th of 2019 was the new moon that we're working with here energetically. And that was at four degrees of Scorpio. And then go back to July 27th of 2020, and that was the opening quarter. That's the moon I got COVID on. So I'm like paying real attention to this puppy. And then now we have the full. And then next January 25th, we'll have the closing quarter. And that moon will be at five. So the new moon today, the full moon today is at uh, seven Scorpio. Now this is the Buddha enlightenment moon. So the Buddha sat under a Bodhi tree got enlightened on a Scorpio full moon, which is, of course, the sun in Taurus. Think of the Buddha. He's like a big guy, and it does this little Buddha thing, right? Buddha belly. Um, and so this is a moon of enlightenment. That said, Mars is out of bounds. You might not like how you're enlightened. Plus, add to the pile Pluto stationing. And when Pluto stops, he's stopping today, 26. He's going to go backwards until October. Uh, and he stations to go uh, forward again in October at 24. So what we do is we work with shadow. We go back and we look at what happened January 4th, 5th, because at that point, everything that you've done around triangles and power dynamics and how things work, all that's up for revision for the next few months while Pluto goes backwards. So, you know, we've all been working deeply with our power stories, deeply with understanding our, where we work, how we relate to power, how we relate to passion, what our passions are. And so we, uh, we have this energy of intensity uh, this, starting this week. And of course, we had it building the last five days. It was building. And when Pluto stops, we have five days after. So the whole patch is kind of intense. Now, I decided... Poetry was because it's so feeling. So I dug out this poem from Rumi, which I'd like to read. The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they are a crowd of sorrows, 
who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Wow. And I think if we think of this moon, whatever we're, and I encourage people the next couple days, the moon is really big when it rises on the horizon, which I'm sure Gemini Brett can explain <laughs> astronomically. I'm just going to say, go look, it's really big <laughs> and go watch the moon rise, go connect in with whatever the deep enlightenment that's looking to come to you, think back to age seven too, because this full moon's at seven, when you were age seven, when you were 37, when you were 67, thinking, you know, like what emotions are coming up. We also have a little bit of treachery in the moon cast. We also have the, um, the story of Phaeton. Uh, and people say Phaeton, Phaeton, P-H-A-E-T-O-N. He was the guy who wasn't acknowledged by his father, stole the chariot. His father was the sun god, stole the chariot, rode it high, burned the earth up, and the gods went whack and knocked him down. So there's that energy, too. So I'm like, hmm, this is going to be an interesting. Now, we get to the end of the week, it gets easier. But this next couple days... And you're like, wow. So your job is to just go, I'm being enlightened. You know, do the Buddha thing. Sit under the Bodhi tree. Look at what's coming in. Figure out how it's trying to enlighten you. There's a lot of Cupido energy, too. Cupido is changes in the tribe. So I have a friend who, you know, is a manager, pretty big, has a pretty big job. Three people quit on Friday. So she wrote and she said, I said, no, no, it's good. They're gone. You know, like new energy coming in. They swept out. You know, so my old boss, when I, my first job, the first person that quit on me when I was a manager, and I was like, my God, she, she goes, no, no, this is good. Opportunity to revise, reorganize, reshuffle. I'm like, but, and she's like, no. <laughs> So that's the energy. And you may find, you know, the stuff that surfaces today, it's, it's got a history, but it also is to be enlightening of you. It's to enlighten you. And your job is to go, okay, welcomely, laughingly welcome them in and say, so what are you here to teach me? And I think that's an approach we can take because there is this deep stuff looking to come up, looking for us to entertain the changes that we're all making based on our lives being so disrupted over the last couple of years. But emotionally we have to release. Remember we can have great ideas and great visions, but if we're not emotionally connected to it, it isn't going to happen. Yeah. So this is a day of emotional, this is a week of emotional connection. Right. So it's really intense, Amanda. I might, go, I might go with a thousand. And also <laughs> when Pluto stops, there's like, an, there's like an earthquake or there's volcanoes, you uh -huh. know, it really makes the earth move under your feet. <laughs> and it is Taurus, you know, you make the earth move under my feet. You make the sky tumbling down. So we're just going to watch and feel, you know, this deep uh, coming up. And if you think of lotuses, right, they emerge from swamps and bloom. You know, the Brooklyn Botanical Garden has this big swamp and, and there's all these lotuses in it. So we have to kind of understand that from the muck that might come up, 
okay, we get something beautiful, right? I mean, that lotus flower is quite extraordinary. I mean, one of the things you were bringing up is this emotional release mm-hmm. and and how we need to release certain things. Certain things need to be uncovered in order for us to align with this vision or dream or, you know, this big change that we're all implementing in our lives. And the, the thing is, all that stuff that could be revealed, it's already there anyways. You know, it's it's there. Like on some I know it's like scary to look at, but on one level it's like, but it's better to know than to just have it like running around in the background without you being aware of it. So I think one of the things I was thinking as you were speaking is it could be a fun challenge for all of us this week, no matter what shows up, to greet it at the door and say thank you for arriving like thank you for coming to my house today thank you for illuminating these things that need to be illuminated because i'm going somewhere and i can't have this baggage in the place that i'm going because we have to become a vibrational match for that thing and so if there's certain things holding us down and keeping us back and and i'm not even talking necessarily about external things it's like these internal, and it can be external, right? But these internal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this our, our traumas, our pains, our hurt, our, our inaccurate perceptions of ourselves and reality, all these things. It's like time to keep moving, right? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a couple questions for you. like when you take the trash out, you know, in your life. Yeah. You know, you feel better. You know, you clean the litter box, take the trash out, and it's like gone. It, it does have an energy of loss because it's leaving, but it also has a, you know, it's a quarter release time, you know, so yes. like, okay, what am I releasing that I've been hoarding and hanging on? It's also a reveal time. You know, I'm, you know, I'm in a few groups on Facebook, including the school I went to when I was in high school. I went to Mercy High School in Rochester and one of the women on there posted a picture of her son. She and her husband had had a child when they were, 1971 when they were dating and they gave it up for adoption. They subsequently married and had other kids. And this little guy on his 50th birthday contacted them and, you know, he came and met them and she posted the picture with him. And of course he matches her other kids and he looks like his parents. And she's like, I have this, you know, and of course obviously had to tell the kids there was an older sibling um, or maybe she had before, but she certainly hadn't told them, the, you know, our our class. So everybody was like, this is so wonderful. Wow, he looks just like your husband. You know, it was like this, this surfacing of a secret, but it also was a good secret, you know? And, and she said, and I'm really relieved to hear that he, um, he loved his parents. He had a great childhood, you know, because we, we loved him and subsequently they got married, but at the time, you know, they, and of course we're all Catholic, so none of us knew, I mean, maybe some people, but just the general group. But I was like, well, this is such a blessing, you know, that that he found you, you found him. And, oh, my God, he looks just like you guys. But it was also for her like an enormous healing um, because you always wonder. Right. And so what that what that story does and how we how we watch. So watch for those kind of happy reveals, too. You know, and those secrets create another level of baggage and they create another level of separation between us and the people in our lives. So, again, it's like, thank you, you know, even though that was hard, thank you for showing yourself so that I can have 
more connection, more intimacy, more truth, more integrity, you know, all those things. All right. A couple questions for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amy is wondering if you could explain mm -hmm. out of bounds again, like what, what actually is out of bounds and then how are we experiencing it here? Okay. So what happens is the sun has a path around the earth, you know, our apparent path around, you know, we watch it go up to Tropic of Cancer and station and then go down to the equator and we have fall and um, fall and spring and then down to the bottom uh, to Tropic of Capricorn. This is Northern Hemisphere, just for your hemisphere if you're south. So what happens when the sun, all the planets follow the sun in an apparent little journey across the heavens? You know, we watch them go. When the planets go outside of the sun's path, they go off-road. Think of it as that ATM. You know, you get an all-terrain vehicle and you go off-road. It can go it's called out of bounds. And so when planets get there and then when they're out of bounds, they're not following the rules. They can follow the rules, but they're out of bounds. So the analogy I use is of baseball, you know, home, you know, hit the ball, hit the ball, hit the ball. But every now and then you hit a home run and it goes over the fence. Everybody cheers and yells. You run around the bases that are loaded, get to come in, everybody. Yay. 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 It also can go out of bounds the bad way. Line drive into the stands, hit somebody in the head, blood and guts, they stop the game, they carry the guy out. So when we have a planet out of bounds, we know that that planet is going to do stuff that might be different than what, and then following the rules, whatever the rules are. So in the case of Mars, in a sign he's not thrilled with, cancer, because we don't really like to have fights with our families, um, he's out of bounds, so he can be badly behaved in the area of cancer and in the house, whatever cancer house is. Now, we know with Mars and cancer, every two and a half days, he's going to be talking to the moon and seeing what she's in the mood for. In today, the Scorpio moon, Mars loves Scorpio, and moon loves cancer. So they can go, hey, let's get together and switch energies. So the, it can be a very out of bounds Mars and Scorpio feeling, or it can be a very out of bounds Mars and Cancer feeling with a Scorpio twist, like, did you know, or did you know, you know, in, in our, in the case of, of the woman and I went to high school with, you know, I didn't know everybody's wishing her blessings and congratulations. And of course it's a 50 year secret. So that's a good, that's a good outcome on mm -hmm. the other side it can be revealed, you know, <laughs> like you go, what were you doing? <laughs> you know, and, and, and it comes out. Mm -hmm. So this is a really good day to catch husband full or partner full or wife. Well, I shouldn't be sexist. Catch partner fooling around. You're having an affair. You find it out. You know, uh, it, it's, it's an energy of revealing and earth stopping energy because Pluto is stopping in an earth and we all go, whoa. But it's got a little kick to it because it can have happened last couple days can happen in the night. So don't fool around with any illness because Mars can rapidly change when he's out of bounds. He doesn't follow the rules, but he also can um, he can shift quickly in a positive way. So out of bounds just means the planet isn't following the rules. So when you say to it, stop it, it goes, ha, 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 no, good or bad. We don't know, but we know it's out of bounds. We know it's not going to be behaving the way it should. 
Got it. Okay. And then a question about, you use the word treachery mm -hmm. earlier. What, I, I mean, I know what it means, but what do you mean by treachery and how might that show up? Is it kind of what you were just talking about? Yeah. Well, in the chart cat for Washington, D.C., uh, the moon and the sun are on the part of treachery. What's the part of treachery? There's an actual part of treachery. Oh yeah, there's a part of there's a part of coconuts, Amanda. <laughs> we, have, we cover everything in astrology. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, the part of treachery. So back in the old days, before there were computers, they would calculate. You know, if you were a you were an animal trader, they would calculate for an. If you were a shipbuilder, they would calculate. You know, ships. So there are these things called Arabic parts, and what they are is they're combinations of energies. So when the energies combine, they create, they create something. And so astrologers look at those parts to see what they are. So, and so I have a computer program that says the sun and moon are aspecting the part of treachery. So there's some treachery about to be revealed. So I'm like, oh, treachery, what's treachery? Oh, you're fooling around on me? That's treachery. Oh, you stole the money? That's treachery. It's, so the part of treachery is really active in the full moon chart cast for Washington, D.C. Mm. So I'm like, okay, let's see what the treachery is that we're going to, you know, it's going to be revealed. So, and they're good ones. You know, there's, you know, you, you buy a horse and you go to the astrologer and go, is this horse going to have babies? And the astrologer goes, no, no, it's a, it's a barren horse. Don't buy it. If you're a shipbuilder or ship a merchant, you go and say, is this ship going to be okay? And the astrologer goes, good to go. In the case of uh, the Titanic, there was an astrologer named Evangeline Adams who warned J.P. Morgan not to get on the boat because it was launched on the star of catastrophe, shipwreck, death. I mean, come on, you know, don't go on it when it's a catastrophe. You know, it's like not a good idea. <laughs> so the energy of the new the full moon cast for washington which is most of the east coast too is treachery so we're going to see you know some treachery come out and mm -hmm. and people may go uh, wow i didn't realize that so it's understanding when with the arabic parts are really sensitive points they change really quickly um so we watch them so i had a client ask me for wedding dates and she was like, I want it till death do we part. I'm like, okay, we can do that. We look for a good marriage day, look for good whatever, till death do we part. So they get married on a mountain in Sedona. And he almost falls off the cliff shortly after they got married. And he goes, now, let me talk about this. It's death do you part. I almost died. So she called me. I said, hey, I asked for it. What do you want? <laughs> Not supposed to be 20 minutes after you get married, but. You know, and so I you know now I'm a little smarter and I go, you really, you really don't want that. You know, let it, let it go till it's natural departure rather than death to your part. So it's, it's yeah. really, you know, it's astrology. It's amazing. So this is what Rick and I were talking about on the cosmic connection on Thursday, mm -hmm. the top five misuses of astrology. Yeah. And we were talking about how one of them is trying to outsmart mother nature <laughs> and 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 you know we can get really heady about these things and then mm -hmm. it, it tends to backfire so i, I that's what yeah exactly that's, although, that's certainly what her husband thought <laughs> yeah although not getting on the titanic was probably a really good I'm idea good for jp morgan yeah it's so fascinating and, and there's always that line like how do we use it yes, yes. you know where's the line where it's just over the edge 
Right. So, yeah. And you have to honor, you know, I, you try and honor. And also, you know, she knew enough astrology, you know, she was, she was pretty clear what she wanted. So I'm yeah. like, you know, I can help, but, but also you do want to watch. And again, I don't think I have the power to, you know, have him fall off a cliff, <laughs> but I think it is, it's an awareness of, you know, be careful what you ask for too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always and, encourage people to watch Nanny McPhee. If you guys haven't seen Nanny McPhee, it's a great movie with Emma Thompson and Colin Firth. And she gets you being conscious of be careful what you ask for because she delivers what those kids ask for. And then they go, but well, that's not what I wanted. And she's like, okay. And then she stomps her cane again and, you know, changes it. But it's, it's very, very much aware of that energy of creation, but also the energy of, you know, how we work with, work with the planets. So. Yes. Okay. And how is Uranus interacting with this full moon? He's in a T square with it. So the full moon is at seven and um, uh, Uranus is at 10. He's conjunct, the moon is, the sun is conjunct Uranus in a couple days. And then they both square Saturn at 12. So there's a big, the full moon is activating the T square of the choices we're making this year. So we had that first square in uh, February. We have the next one in June. We have the third one in December. So, and again, Mars is out of bounds until June. So he's getting us all set to make whatever the June decision is. So you're, you know, February, you said, I think I'm doing this. Then there's the June decision that says, I am doing this. And it looks like this. Let me revise things. And then we get to December and we're locked and loaded. So this, this is an emotional decision this is an emotional clarity about the decisions you're making about your life so i had somebody write and they were like i'm back and forth between uh getting you know having another baby and divorcing my husband you know what do i do and i'm like you know you want both because they're both in the chart you get to decide okay so, so like, square is sort of like a crossroad like we're mm-hmm. we're making decisions that put us on a very significant well, it's going to change your life direction. Yeah, it's going to change your life direction. The New York and sound. clarify what your direction is, too. That's the other part. It'll help you see. You'll help you see your direction because it's a full moon. You know, you'll you know if you watch the full moon, if you're in a dark place, not so much New York, but in a dark place when the moon is full, this it's really bright out there, right? So there's an illumination that happens, but it's an emotional. It's an enlightenment. It's the Buddha moon. You're going to be enlightened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before mm-hmm. I do this summary, it's. I, I was just going to say the New York sounds are are starting already to sound foreign to me. <laughs> I, I like the Florida sounds. It's so nice. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to go down there in, in next month. I think. Yeah. Oh or, right. Like, like yeah, next month, couple of days. Great. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. So Anne. Yeah. Before we go to the summary, is, yeah. are there any mm-hmm. other aspects we need to know about for this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have uh, Moon Sun hits Uranus. That happens on the thirtieth, which is a which is kind of a, a forward motion. And then he squares Saturn, and he says, "Make your choices." So illumination, make your choice. Mercury hits Uranus today. Uh, so illumination, make your choice on the twenty fifth. Venus says, "Make your choice now," because she's a little ahead of Mercury. She was illuminated last week, and. Um, 
the Pluto station, which we talked about also on the 30th uh, Pluto Square series, which is, I don't want to do that. You know, that's a no, I don't want to do that. No, no, no. So there's a releasing energy of something that you did create that you don't want to do anymore. There's also a good old fight on May 3rd because Mars aspects Eris. We also have choices on the 24th from a point of view of what we're thinking about doing and on May 1st about how we want to do it. So again, there's a lot of energy in the heavens as these Taurus planets move into an opening square with Saturn and Jupiter. This week, Saturn, and the next week, it's going to next week's going to be Jupiter. They're saying, "Okay, I know you said we were restructuring our reality in December, but you know what? I don't want to do that. I'd rather do this." So it's very much desire based, you know, and it's a choice. Opening squares give us a choice. So all the Taurus planets are squaring Saturn, and they're saying, "Yes, but I really want to do that." And remember, we had Saturn in charge of the sky most of the year already. But now there's a little tribe of them that are reporting to Venus. She's kind of the ringleader, and she's going, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So we want to kind of honor what she says she wants because, you know, she's Venus. And if we're happy, you know, you can pretty put up, you can put up with a lot of stuff if you're happy. So she's like, this will make me happy. And so you want to listen for that. And she, of course, is part of the, uh, the full moon energy, too, because she's right in the mix there. So she's kind of going, well, you know what would really make me happy if you did this? And you go, hmm, okay. Or you go, no. And then she goes, well, then I'm going to leave. And you go, okay. <laughs> and then she leaves. Or or you go, okay. And then she backs down. And we don't know what she's going to do. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you're a little kid. And you remember, these are little, they're young degrees. So when you're like, I'm going to run away from home. And your mother goes, okay, where are you going? Let me help you pack. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you kind of think about it, you know, maybe I shouldn't run away from home. I want to run away. You know, so it's got that, it's got a disruptive energy, but it might be a fake, a fake disruption just to see what you're going to do. So, you know, hold your own or not. You know, you can fold if you want to, but it's also, you know, it's kind of fun to help them back when they get like that, you know. Yes. And so would you say the choices, you said choices based on desire, would yeah. you also, since it's Venus, would you also say choices based on values? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's and what desire love, what and what you love, desire, values, and what you love. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else do we have for the rest of the week? The rest uh, that's of the week? it. Lots of, lots, you know, the big, okay. the big hoo-ha is the beginning of the week. When we get to the back, uh, moons in Scorpio, Sag moon, uh, Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday is fun. Capricorn Moon, it's the um, Easter for the uh, Orthodox Good Friday. Easter is Friday the 30th. And Capricorn Moon, Monday, you know, the first and the second. And the closing aspect for the Capricorn Moon is actually nice. It's a trine to Mercury. So we're making really positive decisions about, you know, how we're going to structure our structure our stuff. So it's, it's and, actually, once we get through this full moon kind of energy, the rest of the week's nice. Except because for Friday, once, Mars, so. once the moon goes into Sag, Mars is in Cancer, so Mars and Moon switch. And, you know, Moon likes being in Cancer, and Mars and Sag is like, let's go, let's go do it. And then when he gets into Capricorn, he's like, okay, let's work, let's structure. You know, they they quit. So now we have, like my boss said, it's good they quit. We can reorganize. I'm like, you know how much work they did? <laughs> We're already short-staffed. But they quit. Yeah. So you go, okay, now what? That's, that's the energy.
Yeah. You said, I mean, Friday sounded kind of intense though. Like, so you're saying it gets lighter, but Friday, you said Pluto square series. This yeah, is Pluto square series, which is, I don't want to do that. And also on Friday, the sun hits Uranus. So you go, okay, so they're gone. I don't need to keep that stuff in my house anymore. Ah. You know, you throw stuff away, you know, somebody leaves and you go, it's on the front yard. You can come get it. Cleaning out the junk room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cleaning out the cleaning out the the stuff that's blocked. So it's it's good, but it's releasing. I don't want to nurture that anymore. Um, I you know my my friend posts uh, stuff on her garden, and her nephew came over and was digging out tree trunks. You know, so she's got a plan, but he's digging out the trunks to plant there. So it's like clear it out so I can do this new thing. So it's got a it's got a clearing a real clearing out energy this 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 little puppy has. Okay, so here we go. We have a thousand on the intensity scale at the beginning of the week. At the beginning of the week, and then things mellow out a little bit. Uh, highly go. recommended to watch the moonrise tonight. I saw in the comments some people are already doing that. So I watch the moonrise, and this energy, this like real intense energy, is about five days ish, right? Because we had five days gearing up to it, and now we have five days after. Yeah. Okay. okay. Pluto, the reason that happens is Pluto's at the same degree, and he stops. Right. You know, that old song, slowly I turn step by step. And you go, oh. so he's slowly turning. And, you know, it takes him, you know, like, a, you know, like watching an old person get up out of the chair, turning. And, and then he gets a little movement going. So five days. Five days. All right. Okay. So this is a time of amazing emotional processing. So there, there can be... I, I love, gosh, it was Ricky Williams who studied with Stephen Forrest and Ricky was on the podcast about a month ago. And he said, Pluto literally means hidden treasure. Is that correct? I mean, like it's, it literally means hidden treasure. So all of these emotions are covering some treasure for us to excavate mm -hmm. from the depths of the ocean. Yeah. Well, think okay. of the, think of the guys. There's three brothers. One owns the sky great one owns the ocean so how far can you go in the ocean you hang on the edge and one owns the earth and pluto owns the earth there is the oil the gold the diamonds the food he's in charge he got he got the smallest patch you know if you look at earth and you look at sky of the three he got the smallest but it's actually the richest hmm. and it's the one we can go into we can't really fly and we can't really go into the ocean, but we can hang out. We can go in, but we wade in and we wade out, you know, mm. <laughs> but the earth, we're all over the damn thing. Right. And that is where the riches lay that we can easily access. Got it. Okay. So we're accessing uh, buried treasure. So that, that adds to our <laughs> list of things to think as things mm. reveal themselves. Right. There's a lot of depth. So if you're one of the, if you're the kind of person that likes that depth, it's like you're this is gonna be a good week for you. Lots yeah, to work. You're with. gonna love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're working with our power stories still. So this where we where there's power over, where there's power under, where we like sense our tendency to go in either direction and are that relationship we have with people and and those power dynamics. Totally. Yeah. We have uh okay, I said that already. This is our time. I love that Rumi quote. 
I mean, it might be a great idea to like print it out and put it on your, your mirror or something mm -hmm. this week. So this is the time to welcome and entertain the guests. They are clearing us out for mm -hmm. something new. Um, mm -hmm. And when I say guests, like he, he, he went through all the different guests that could arrive at your door. The joy, sorry. Welcome them in laughingly. And back to what Georgia Georgia said way back when, inviting the the mean the one. Inviting the the mean yes. yes. She does illuminate a lot. All she right. sure does. So be grateful for whatever comes. Um, each has been sent as a guide from above. That's so good in that roomy quote. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is also a time where we might have changes in the tribe. So people coming and going. Or the, or the community that you're in. You know, it's a big right. quitting jobs and leaving. And right. So your community structure may be shifting. The earth quaking. So this, again, can be literal mm -hmm. and or metaphorical. Mm -hmm. We have this thing on the um, part of treachery. So we have that deceit sun, thing. Sun and moon on the part of treachery. Illumination through treachery. Illumination through treachery. Wow. It's intense. Well, okay. that's, how, that's how we yeah. go. Yeah, wow. exactly. What did you do? You know, Our mascot for the week could be the lotus flower. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do some of that, you know, if you ever, if you find yourself in a position that feels really intense, go look at the lotus flower and watch it and learn about it because mm -hmm. that's what this is all about. Yep. Okay. Affairs revealing, earth stopping, uh, don't fool around with illness. Yeah, any illness, a lot of health aspects this week. A lot of health. Any, a lot of health. A lot of quinduchilies. Quinduchilies are a 165 degree aspect. So what they do is they pop a health aspect. So when you have that, it's like go to the doctor. Don't fool around. Don't you fool know, around. I do, I do uh, my weekly weather. And way, way back when, it was a long time ago, I got an email from someone saying, you know, me and my graduate student and I listened to your podcast. And you had said, no fooling around with health stuff this week. And he showed up with this big thing. And I made him go to the doctor because, you know, we'd watched you say these things on the weekly weather. And um, he had an eye infection. And had he waited any longer, he would have lost his sight. But he's a graduate student, so he doesn't have any money. So he didn't want to go. But I made him go. And, and thank you for saving his sight. Mm -hmm. So it's not no fooling around with health stuff. Somebody says, oh, I have a headache. It's really bad. You bring him to the doctor. You do not let him go to sleep. It's that kind of energy this week. Okay. So, yeah. We have a uh, watch Nanny McPhee, which basically McPhee. Yeah. yeah. Be be careful about what you wish for, and and that for that I I love to focus on the values or the qualities I want to bring in my life, less the very specific like mm -hmm. detail because I always forget some detail when I try yeah. to do that. It's like you or know, you add like, something oh, and then it shows up and you're like, oh, I didn't. Oh shoot, not that, <laughs> not that version. But right. so focusing on the qualities, but then also this or something better. You yeah, know, like it, and I release to whatever is in the highest alignment for everybody involved. I think that's another yeah. good way to do it. Yeah, okay. always add. I always like to add, you know, add or something, you know, that I haven't thought of. You yeah. guys, you know, like I'm asking for this, but if you think I need something else, you know, this would be good too. You know, like right. whatever you think. Yes, exactly. Now, this is also, we've been saying this a lot lately, but this is a time of big choices. So lots of choices and the choices we're making are setting a very uh, long-term trajectory. And as long as we're making those choices based on desire, values, and what we love, 
we're going to be setting ourselves off in a good energy. So, and what our, what our vision of our life is to be. Yes. Vision of life. Perfect. Now we have, I mean, basically you went through like all the dates where, where there's choices and it was almost every day this week. So <laughs> just well, choices. once that happens, you get to have, you have a lot of, you go, Oh, wow. I have to decide now. And yes, you do. That's just say yes. Yeah. You have to decide. Um, okay. Supposedly, wait, did someone just say there was an earthquake in California? Is that true? There'll be earthquakes this week. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, now we have, it's, it's disruptive. I mean, basically it's still a lot going on. A lot of intensity. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is a lot. And, you know, and also because there is so much, you might find you're running a little extra tired. So giving yourself permission to go to bed early or to, un, you know, kind of not do stuff because you're, you know, you're just getting pushed. Remember, Mars is out of bounds. So people are kind of over committing sometimes with that. And then they go, realistically, can I do this? And so if the realistically is no, it's okay to bail. So it's not, it, it, what I've noticed is when there's all this emotional intensity, it's, we're not as productive as we can be. So I like what you're saying there, leave some space and room for, you might not get everything off your to-do list this week because there's going to be things that you need to process and work through. And that will, if you do that, that will enable you to be more productive when the energy is more conducive to productivity. So do that work now and you're clearing up space to to actually keep working towards these visions and dreams and all these things. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and if you do it that way, it does tend to help a lot, you know. It does. Just surrender to that process and, mm -hmm. and don't fight it. Also, we don't need to fear it. I mean, we don't need to fear that process because like you said, there's the buried treasure there. There's the gifts in there. Yep. And, uh, oh, 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 I just wanted to say too, someone, I can't remember the name. I'm, I wrote it down real quick, recommended a, song by Radio Cow. Is that right? Um, Radio called, Head. Well, there's Radio Head, but I think that the song is called Lotus Head. So is it Lotus Head by okay. Radio Head? By Radio Head. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's not Radio Cow, it's Radio Head. <laughs> it's Taurus. It's Taurus, Amanda. There you go, referencing that damn Taurus again. Cows again. We're always hearing about cows from you. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's funny. Okay. So, so listen, listen to that song and uh, watch the lotuses unfold. Know that you're connected to that. This That's the energy for this week. It's our mascot. Uh, anything else, Anne, before we... Astrology in your pocket. We're getting oh, nice yes, feedback from you folks. Yes. Of course. Yes. The feedback from all of you on astrology in your pocket is amazing. I can't tell you how many times, Anne, I won't get to it in the morning because whatever's mm -hmm. happening. So I don't listen. And then I'll listen later and I'll go, oh, it would have been really helpful to know that. <laughs> Darn it. I'm the other way, Amanda. When I when I was learning tarot, you know, I used to pick a card in the morning and then you get uh -huh. the tower and you go, oh, my God, the tower this today. Uh, and so I actually got to the point where I listened at the through the tarot card at the end of the day because it would throw me if it was like. But, you know, yeah, whenever whenever it works, works. Yeah. So yes. I well, I like I like doing the, the retroactive thing because it's mm -hmm. it's so amazing how many things are literal. You know, those people that criticize astrology because, oh, you can just make general comments that like apply to everyone and everything. It's like 
yes, you can. And sometimes it is general-ish, but it's also very literal. And so there'll be times where you say something so specific. It's like, really? Wow. That's amazing. So yes, check it out. If you haven't already, it's astrologyhub.com slash pocket. It is only available in the United States and Canada right now. Astrologyhub.com slash pocket. It is $4.99 a month plus tax. I would venture to say it's the best $4.99 you're going to spend. Uh, it's And it's amazing. So incredibly helpful. So you get the, the morning audio and it's Anne's cheerful, wise, fun voice every morning. It's so sweet. And I had my daughter ask me, Mom, Mama, wh- what's going on with the pocket today? Like, I need to listen. I need to know what's going on. So she had me pay. She had me play my 12 year old daughter. And then uh, throughout the day, you get text messages when these transits happen with a summary of what to do with them. And those are quite literal often as well. So if you want to work very directly, very consistently, very consciously with the energy, the astrological energy and the teachings and insights that it provides, this is a great tool for you. And if you're learning astrology, it's amazing. Because you're going to well, start to see, really see the aspects. Yeah. Yes. And, and this whole thing with the um, Mars and cancer and you saying every two and a half days, it's going to shift based on where the moon is. Well, we're going to get to track that. It, you're going to be reminding us, okay, now the moon is here. Now the moon is here. And this is how Mars is going to be responding to that. So I, it, it's very, very helpful on all levels. Thank you for doing this with us. This has been this really has been fun. I'm having a, a good time. really fun project. Yeah. Like today, I went to do it. Uh, I was doing it before the show, and I, it was the Sag Moon. So I turn it on, and then the car alarm goes, and I already stop. And then I turn it on again, and then the fire ambulance goes by. I'm like, all right, I know it's Sagittarius. Stop it out there with the noise, <laughs> you know, because Sagittarius is a New York party, and in my neighborhood, it's sirens. So, and then they were quiet. And you can hear them now. They're, they're we need to get you a recording studio, Anne. Maybe we get yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida. Yeah, it, I do it into my little guy here. So it goes into this. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, That's and it, I hit the button and I'm good. So. And there we go. Yes. Yeah. So background noises. Happen. That's how you got the cat last week when he was howling on the, <laughs> on the Leo moon. He was like, I'm giving information. And somebody wrote and said her two cats were, were hanging out listening to what Remo was saying the astrological weather was. So, you know, we got to we got to look at the ambient audio is but not a siren you know <laughs> well sometimes the sirens do really punctuate your points so i, know, I, yeah. I, I say that that works too yes mm-hmm. uh also we are working on the workshops that we'll be offering with Anne. so some of these things where you're like oh part of fortune part of like what there's a treachery you know all of there's that. a part of treachery what oh my gosh i want to know more about that if you're one of those people going i want to know more about that we are going to be having our uh, workshops. We're calling them Workshop Wednesdays with Anne. And that's going to be starting, we don't know exactly when yet, but it's coming soon and it's in the work. So it's in stay, process. It's in process. Yes. It's one of the dreams and visions that we are working toward. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's coming. Also, if you like this show, please uh, subscribe. Give us a like or a love. Um, and if you have time, if you're listening on the podcast, we love getting reviews on the podcast. And those are so helpful. We we read them. We love them. So if you love the show, if it's helping you out in your life, please leave a review of this podcast. And it helps us to get 
the message of astrology out to more people and the the kind of astrology that we practice here at astrology hub which is very focused around being in empowering um bringing more awareness to people's lives so they can make conscious choices it's not about like oh this is happening you're all screwed <laughs> like sure. that sort of victim astrology that can happen mm. um so we, we, try, we, really we try not to do victim because it is you're in earth school so you didn't yes. pass that test so well that's okay yes you, you can study for the next one you know right. nobody, flunks, nobody flunks out everybody well, and we came to this earth school for a reason mm. it wasn't to just like slide through and you know everything's all you know there's no challenges so we came here to learn and we're getting the opportunity to so we'd like to tell you what the energy is but not so it's like a fatalistic kind of thing it's like okay mm. i can work with that i have choices now that i know i can i can choose wisely so right. Thanks to everybody who's already done that too. Thank you for yeah. the people that have taken the time to do that. Thanks to all of your, your chats and your comments every week. We love you so much. Thank you. And we'll look forward to being here with you next week. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Sounds all right. Good. Thanks everybody. And uh, watch those lotus flowers and listen to that lotus music. Okay. Watch that moon. Watch that moon. And you don't have to just do it today. Anytime this week, because it's really big right now. Yes, anytime this week, right. So if you're listening later, and would you say like, yeah, it's, still, it's just real big because it's near, I believe it's because it's near Earth. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it gets closer and further at different times. But yeah. this is a really big one. Yeah. yeah. So. Big one. Okay. Uh, astrologyhub.com slash pocket for those of you who want to check out our, our texting service. All right. Yeah, sure. Take care. Take care, everybody. We will Bye. see you next week.